0: families. This is Emily Penrod. My guest today is Tiffany Riding, a mother of four and a health and nutrition coach. Tiffany, thanks for
1: joining us. Thank you Emily for having me on today. I'm, it's such a privilege to be here with you.
0: And Tiffany, recently we spoke about your son and what a difference it made in how you were able to help him, Once you had the correct diagnosis, I understand you didn't, it took a few years. Do you want to tell us about that?
1: Yes. So my son is uh, 12 years old right now. And when we, I mean, the story goes all the way back to when he was eight months old and he wasn't completing his milestones. And so we got early intervention with kids on the move until he was three. And then we did um, head start uh, preschool with him and he did a small group kindergarten, and then he went to mainstream kindergarten where he completely failed. His teacher just did not know how to deal with him and just decided he would need to be in resource resource full-time, and it was um, a very challenging time for him and for us. Um, this whole time, he did have an IEP, and they had just categorized him as a developmental delay we had not gotten a do- diagnosis as of yet cuz we just thought he was he had some allergies and things that I can go in later but that that he didn't he stopped growing for a full year so that's what we thought it was just a de- de- developmental delay well after kindergarten and, and not thriving there the school district came to us and said we have a small group first through third grade And he can go there and get, you know, individualized attention and pull out for, you know, his academics. And this was a really great program that the school district has. And he did really well in first grade and second grade. Third grade is when they started to integrate him more into the mainstream classroom. and He kind of just kind of fell behind. His teacher wasn't the best teacher for him, just personalities. And he was already she was already labeling him and had already made him feel different in the classroom. So that was a big uh, strike against her right away. But anyway, so we, you know, at this time, we still didn't have his diagnosis. It was just, it, it, it was like we had a tool belt with no tools and that's, and you, if you don't know what's going on with your child, you really can't help them. No one can. And so having the correct diagnosis is key. And it wasn't, as a mother, I knew he was age three, that I felt like something wasn't right with him. You know, approached this with my husband, and he kind of was like, no, he's just a boy, he's just lazy, he doesn't want to do things. And so I kind of just swept it under the rug thinking, okay, we'll just give it a few years. Well, as he grew up and got older and stronger, I began to feel like, you know, I can't even move this kid if I need to physically. So it would be best for me to figure out what's going on with him rather than just, you know, trying different things and not succeeding. So at 10 years old, I, I finally just took him to the doctor, and the doctor wanted a physical, a psychological evaluation done on him at Primary Children's. And so we went and did that, and they wanted to test him for autism. Well, it wasn't until they actually got the results back that they said, no, he doesn't have autism, but he does have a significant split in his brain in where he's got high, high social skills and low cognitive skills. And so this was pretty uncommon is what they said. And so it was like, okay, well, we need to do a brain MRI to find out what is blocking The communication in the brain. Why? Why the significant split in his brain? So that's when we did the brain MRI, and when we got those results, that is when he was officially diagnosed with an intellectual disability of the right side of the brain. So basically, what happened was when he was in utero with me, you know, the middle, the nerve cells in his brain on the right side did not migrate out to the outer surface, and so they just kind of stayed in the middle. Now they couldn't be fully in the middle or he would be paralyzed on the right left side of his body. But, but having that diagnosis, it, it really started to make sense. It was just like, kind of like the missing puzzle piece of trying to find out, you know, and how to help our son. And so if you are trying to guess what's going on with your child, you, you, you need professional help to understand and medical help to understand what's going on. And then once you get the diagnosis, then it's like, oh, okay, this is why he acts the way he does. This is why he's struggling in school. This is why, you know, there's no social cues. This is why, you know, and so it really just gives you a ton of answers.
0: Yes, it, it really helps. You can't fix it if you don't know what's broken. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was it difficult to accept this diagnosis? I'm sure it was was a hard diagnosis for a parent to hear.
1: Yes. No parent wants to ever hear that there's anything wrong with their child, period. It was really hard. Sorry, I might get a little bit emotional. But um, that day, I had to go up to the brain MRI results myself because my husband was at work. He couldn't get off work at the last minute. I didn't expect any of this. I really didn't. I knew there were issues, but I didn't know what. And so when the doctor told me these things, I, I really, he was very, it was, it was a very depressing appointment for me. He basically told me that my son has no future. It, it didn't look very bright for him and to prepare for the worst for him to get him on disability and you know, all these things. And as a mom, even any parent, just hearing this kind of diagnosis was very, very heartbreaking.
0: Yes.
1: Um I came home and I was bawling the whole way home on the ride home and I just I bawled for days. I really did. I'm a very emotional person anyway. Yes. But I I was it was just it broke my heart. And so I just I really just got on my knees cuz I knew that God was the only one that could understand what I was feeling right then. And and I also knew that he if he, if there was anything that he, any guidance or anything, he would be the one to help me. And so it was a very hard thing to accept. But if you don't accept it, then you really can't move on. And you can't help them. So it's, it, you can live in denial as much as you want, but that doesn't help you and it doesn't help them. And so it's been a struggle accepting it. But mm-hmm. I soon, I did. I, we have to, you have to. Yes. So.
0: And then you moved forward. So, what was the next step?
1: So, the next step was again, I was on my knees praying to God about, you know, just feeling like this isn't the end for him. It's Mm this, this is not okay. There's got to be more out there for him. And I was taking my daughter to kindergarten and I heard the Brain Balance commercial on the radio. Now, many of you, I'm sure, have heard of that a thousand times over. I had heard of the program. In fact, both of my sister in laws had told me about it, but it just wasn't the right timing. And so, timing is, is another thing that's really important, I think, um, as far as diagnosis and all of this. So, I, I was listening to the commercial, and I, a voice just told me, like, pick up the phone and call. And I was just grabbed my phone right then and just dialed the number. And I just told him, you know, this is the diagnosis I just received for my son. And, you know, this is what he's struggling with. Is there anything that you guys can do to help him? And they were like, yes, you have found the right place. And we, this is exactly what we do. We help kiddos just like him that are struggling with, you know, focus or in school or behavior or all these things. And they wanted me to come in and do a consultation. And they told him me not to bring him, just to bring, you know, myself or my husband or whatever. Again, my husband couldn't go because of his job and it was just a really trying time in our life. And, um, my, my mom decided to go with me, which I was very grateful for. But, but Emily, well, I have to tell you that as soon as I stepped foot into that, that door, I just felt at peace. I felt like everything was going to be okay. Like this is where I needed to be. And so finding the right treatment and plan for him has been huge in in his um, success and so
0: I know and it's an amazing story and I love it and I so appreciate your sharing it with us so once you found that correct diagnosis you were able to move forward and provide your son with a lot of help and he's in a much better place now than he was before you had the diagnosis? Yes.
1: Yeah. So when he when we uh, I took him to get him assessed at the at Brain Balance Center, he was an age ten year old boy and he tested at age two. So at age two you you think about, you know, the behaviors of a two year old and all of that. What do you
0: expect of them?
1: Yeah. And I was expecting, you know, way more. I had way higher expectations of him than in age two. So that was really eye-opening for me to say, okay, he comprehends it in age two. So I need to, like, you know, down everything <laughs> to a two-year-old, you know. So it really helped for me in parenting and disciplining and everything because I was like, okay, now, now I understand how why he wasn't responding to anything I was trying to do at a 10-year-old level, when he could only comprehend a two. Thus far, he's made incredible progress. We've been in the program now for a year and a half. And in nine months, he he has made five years of progress. And so that has been unbelievable for us. And just, in fact, I haven't even told you this because we just got his his most recent results, he had another assessment done. So in nine months, he made the five years of progress. So that put him at about a seven or eight year old boy, uh-huh. and in just you know a little little more since since the nine months. So we've been in there a year and a half. He has. Um, we just got his assessment results, and he has tested eleven, twelve. So he is all the way up to where he. Should be, and it's so exciting. I really expected him to just be a couple more old you know two or three more ages older not not to where he is physically so um it's great news for us and we are just ecstatic about it so we have graduated to the home mastery program of brain balance, which means that we we continue to do the exercises and things we have been doing for the whole year and a half, but we do it all at home and he doesn't have to go into the session three times a week. And then we have uh, monthly progress reports and they reassess them every time um, every month to know, making sure that he's still on track and he's not going backwards. And, you know, so it has been unbelievable. Like I will recommend anyone to try brain balance. I know it's costly, but when you're talking about the future of your child, to my, in my opinion, I just feel like there's, there's no cost involved. Like, I just feel like it doesn't matter how much it costs. It's worth every penny of, you know, everything we've done.
0: Yes. So and has such a a much more positive prognosis. Yes. That is wonderful. So Finding the right diagnosis allowed you to find the right treatment. And I know there's a whole nother more story about the treatment. So we will welcome you back next time to talk about how you found effective treatment, not only brain balance, but also nutrition. And there's another fascinating journey there. Tiffany, thank you so much for joining us.
1: You are so welcome, Emily. I love to be able to share this with people. If I can give hope to any families out there that just feel like, you know, they just can't do their child or they're just struggling so much. Um, I feel my story is very inspirational and can help others. And so that's why I share it.
0: It is. It is. Well, thank you, Tiffany. And you have a great day.
1: You too. Thank you, Emily, for having me on.